for sure as this world turns. Cause I'ma spit it hotter than third degree burns. Switch my styles up like wigs and arms. Run up in the world like super sperm. Listen, it's Pasca, you miss the cheeks on the bang out. But knock the bang where you wanna pull the thing out. You know the thing where the ladies yell your name out. We suited up and so what? Pull the chain out. Celebrating by killer in the system. He can't play, he ain't payroll dismissal. See, my security is here in the holster. Stay blowing trees, getting cheese, I'm supposed to. Funny how we body niggas know need it. Hey, yo, there's nothing to see here. Be it with some classic men, brand new, do it. Niggas make music, it's nothing to it. Keep it ghetto, smooth, I'm a grown up. Let them learn something, nigga, turn my microphone up. Fuck niggas think that we get it in for fun. Man, I've been eating like this from fucking day one. Once again, we're in full effect. This is your international homeboy, DJ360, reporting to you live from somewhere in the world. Shout out to John Dew, Radio, Van Silk, Cool Kyle, all the hip-hop pioneers and legends we've talked to in the past, all the listeners from Planet Hip Hop. We back once again, and we're doing it live. We're doing it big. We're going to take a trip back to the 90s on this one. We're going to take a trip back to down memory lane, and we're going to fast forward to what's going on right now with our special guest. Now, if you love the 90s, you will, you will enjoy this interview. I'm just going to tell you right now because the artist, um, the, the, the artist that we have the privilege to be on the line with today 
gave us one of the most important songs of the decade. You know, you can still hear it in clubs and parties to this day. Um, called, you know, you know the song, I Got a Man. And any time you players out there trying to holler at a woman and she tells you that, you're going to think of this as the soundtrack, this song as the soundtrack of, of your conversation with the young lady. And, and if you remember, the this is somewhat of a follow-up, if you all remember, um, to a song that this artist, and you all know who it is, and I'll, let, I'll mention him in just a second, a special guest, a follow-up to the song, I'm Not Having It, with another legendary MC, MC Light. But we're taking a trip to the Bronx. The Bronx is definitely in the house. New York is in the building. And we have on the line none other than a legend, an icon, and, and a pioneer in, in, in the culture of hip-hop. And we have the honor to sit down today on the 360 Bar show right here on the John Dude Network. We have none other than Positive K. What's up, Positive K? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, Always man. It's, it's def yes, sir. It's definitely an honor. I know it's, um, you mentioned it, you know, you had a rough week, and we're not going to take up too much of time, but we definitely appreciate you, you know, coming around and, and hanging around the neighborhood with us, man, tonight, this evening. Well, thanks for having me, man. Guys like you keep hip-hop alive, man, and, uh, and give me a platform to reach out and talk to the people, man. So, so a salute to you, and thanks for having me on the show once again. Oh, oh, no doubt, man. We, it's the culture I love, and anything I can do for the culture, we're going to do it. But, but let's jump right into it. The Bronx. The Bronx is in the building. Give us a little – give us the, the people out there an understanding of, you know, your beginnings in a nutshell um, near Echo Park, you know, in the Bronx. Talk, talk to us about that time where you were, you know, a, um, you know young MC, a, a young MC out here. Baby Breeze, let's let's go. Let's call it that. Baby Breeze, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man! Let's take it back to Baby Breeze. What was the inspiration behind your 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 love that you ended up having for for hip hop or music in uh, general? Well, you've got to understand the backdrop, man. Um, at the time, I think the music of the time probably was like uh, uh cassettes, like flash tapes. They used to make these yeah. tapes. They used to have for sale, and uh, it used to be like with echo chambers and. Um, everybody used to walk around with the boom boxes. Uh, I think the sneaker of the day was the Puma. Pumas, yeah. and, pro, Pumas and Pro Kids were like the hottest things out at that point in time. Um, Lee Jeans. Lee Jeans was the, was, was the big jean to wear. You know, <laughs> okay. heavy starch. Heavy starch on it, man, you know. And we used to rock. <laughs> and we used, yeah, and we used to it, rock the so much start, So much so much starch they can stand up in the corner themselves, right? Oh, you can oh you can leave them in the corner of yourself, yeah. Heavy starch, <laughs> heavy starch with the crease, and um and 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 we used to rock the mock tech the mock necks with the uh, okay with the, with, with, with the Mother Teresa pieces. That was the jewelry of the day. So wow, uh, and and, and and the Kango hat was definitely the the main the main choice of headgear. Kango hat. What? Was it the, was it the bucket the LL Kango or the it was, it was Kango? the L, uh, well basically there was the Kango it also slashed the Applejack everybody used to rock the Applejack back then too you know with the quarter fields and whatnot but um <laughs> right right but but that yeah. was the, that that was that was the um that was the fashion and the music was bumping I think uh, the move around town you used to jump in the cab called the OJs where they always played all the hot music and whatnot so if you was cool you hop into a, to an OJ uh, everybody wow. was smoking weed back there was a trade bag I was young I was a young dude there but you know but this yeah. this is this is the backdrop this is what I see this is the music that I right. heard and um my grandmother lived so across the street from this, from this park called Echo Park. 
Right. What was, what was the soundtrack? Echo Park, that's right. What, what was the soundtrack of walking down the street with the boom box, with the, with the Kango or the fedora, the jeans, you know, like the jeans and the pool? Yeah, you'd be playing like a, a DJ Hollywood tape or you'd be playing a flash tape. Or, um, okay, that's or, right. or, 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 or was one of your people that was rocking. But I mean, you would hear you would hear things bumping like like dance to the drummer's beat, uh, Apache, yeah. uh, Frisco right. disco. You know, you'd be hearing songs like things like that, and then you you probably hear something like Evelyn Champagne King and you uh-huh. know um, uh, Rick James. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, right? So 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 those you know that 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 was the sound that was the sound of the time right there. You know what I'm saying? It was Definitely, always, it, was, it, was, it was it was a dance thing. You might hear like like chic freak out something like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was like the freak right. was the big dance. The freak was the real big dance back then. I remember that. You know, <laughs> so, right, right, okay. So definitely pre hip hop, pre boom bap. You know, the the, the, oh, yeah. the songs and the break beats that influenced hip hop is the soundtrack of what you're speaking on right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Then you had uh, it was just like a bunch of a bunch of crews at that point in time, and then then as yeah. it progressed, you start seeing people start coming out with with, with a little bit of records like like a uh, 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 serious five and the uh, and, and treacherous three and and uh, you know yeah. you had the Spoonie G's and you know a lot of solo MCs that came out when the, when the, when the resurgence right. of, of records start to happen. But I'm this young kid uh-huh. watching these guys rock in the park. I my grandmother's window, and, and and when I seen it and I heard it, and you can, I mean, it's, it's like you can just like taste the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, yeah. you know, it was yeah. crazy, man. It was, it was White Castle hamburgers and fifty cent sliced pizzas, man. You know, so, <laughs> right. So hey. That's what it was, man. So, hey, man, I, you know I, what? Growing I, up. I, I hope okay, that right. I, I I hope it was vivid enough for you to kind of get oh, the texture of what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was, absolutely. That was a very absolutely. incredible time, man. Yeah, it's incredible yeah time, absolutely. Man. Yeah, you know, and um, me growing up as a young enthusiast of hip hop in California, on the other side mm. of the country, mm. I, I you know listening to albums like License to Ill, um, mm. Radio Bad, and then on up mm. to um, um, uh, Critical Beatdown and. Uh, um, um, it, it takes a nation. All these artists gave us a snapshot of what it was like in New York City. Especially for me, it was like Run DMC and the Beastie Boys. They really gave us like White Castle yeah. fries only come in one size, you know. Um, you know, yeah, right. so it was like we, you know, and we didn't have White Castle in California. So I was like, wow, I want to be from Queens. I want to be from Brooklyn, you know. And um, so, but you know. It, it didn't. It didn't um, pan out that I really, you know, took many trips to New York. But through the music, I was able to, like you did. You described it to the point where I can actually hear the, yeah. I can hear the music on the street. I can, you know. So, exactly. so that's dope. Now let's, so let's fast forward just a little bit. Um, from what from what I understand, um, growing up near Echo Park in the Bronx, um, you were you were able to go and or or check out and be around like the Flash, the, the DJ Sinbad, and um, go to the you know the Busy Bees and whatnot. But it was it was it was one group that I had the opportunity to uh, interview um, not long ago, maybe about a year ago. The Fearless Four. Talk about the Fearless Four and their um, connection to your early inspiration in, in hip hop. Oh, they were incredible, man. Um, it was my first um, um, rap attack. It was a Mr. Magic rap attack contest, and I I just moved from the Bronx to Queens. And Fearless Four was like always my favorite. Favorite, 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 favorite group, and yeah. uh, and I got on this show, man. It was so crazy because the Force MDs was uh, God bless his soul, uh, Mercury. Yeah, we uh-huh. couldn't get on the show. We couldn't get on the show. I had a group that I had, was called the Almighty God Committee.
I couldn't get on. I couldn't get on the show, and uh, I had, we was in the bathroom, and one of the dudes, one of the members of of Force and D's came in. His name was Mercury, and uh, and we was talking to him. He was like, I was like, "Hey, bro, man, you know, we trying to get on the show. They won't let us on the show." Da 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 da. He said, "Let me go talk to him and see what I could do, man." He said, "But if I get y'all on there, you better get out and do your thing, you know." So so we went and got out. He got he got us on. He came back and told me, "We got you on the show, man." So we got on the show. And, and we came out of we rock, but we wind up getting booed on the on the, on the oh. stage. Yeah, yeah. The DJ put the wrong record on the wrong side because he was so nervous. Okay. And and um and the next thing you know, um I just kept on rocking, and the people kept on. They was cheering for me because like cause everybody else ran off and left me, and I just kept on going. And they were like, Ah, my man, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that yeah, was my yeah. first time getting on. But um it was very late, man, and I wasn't even supposed to be out that late, you know, in this part of town. And um, I said I wasn't going nowhere until I see the Fearless Four, man. I, I, right. I wasn't leaving, going anywhere because at that point in time, they were they were like the most incredible lyrical dudes that I had heard at that point in time. And yeah. you always had like three or four people who were like the hottest ones. It was like Grandmaster Cass, it was Melly Mel, and DLB. DLB was one of that one of the illest guys out there. So they were like called the captains of their crew. But I was yeah. always, I always, I always gravitated towards Tito. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. I stayed, man. You know, I got, I think I, I got, I got a real beating that night. But I stayed and I watched the Fearless Four, man. And it was, and <laughs> oh, it was so right. incredible, man. They, they, they were so dope. And to this day, they resonate with me. And I do shows and I see them now. And I, I always tell the story, man. You know, with Mike C and everybody, yeah. big shout to to all of them. Peso, Tito, and DLB, uh, Fearless Four, man. Was like probably one of my favorite hip hop groups, man, of all wow, time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we actually just um, talked to Peso 131 about two weeks ago. Did an interview on this network, man, and, um, you know, gave us some insight about what he's got going on brand new and stuff. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, maybe even later we'll see a collaboration between Positive K and, and uh, Fearless 4, you know? That would be, that so, would be, that, yeah. that, that would be a dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? So, so from, from that show, when, and, uh, it, can we say that, that that brought us the, the insurgence of Positive K? Because positive knowledge, Allah. Exactly, you know that's it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the name was shortened at that point. Um, why the Why the name change? Uh, well, it wasn't the name change, but everybody to kind of get it, you know, because being a five percent at that point in time really scared a lot of people, you know. Okay. Um, people couldn't really understand, you know, you going around calling yourself God. People, the people didn't really get it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Time. I mean, as you look yeah. back in retrospect now, people say, now, oh, now you understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? After, you know, after all right. these years of education and enlightenment. But um, now they get it. But um, at that point in time, it was kind of hard for people to kind of stomach. So to me, to yeah. abbreviate the name Positive K for record labels and for promotional purposes, I had to kind of shorten it down. And I thought Positive K was just, I mean, it, was just, it, was, it, just, it just had the ring to it, you know? Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's fast forward just a little bit, you know, um, we got, we got now, we, we, you, you gave us the backdrop, you gave us the soundtrack, you gave us the whole hip-hop culture of the Bronx at the time, and now we up here, we fast forward a little bit, now you, you've got a collaboration with MC Light. We're, we're now, we collaborate with MC Light, which brought us um, the, the single, um, um, uh, I'm Not Having It, which then opened the doors for I Got A Man. Talk about that first collaboration and then how it kind of turned and morphed into I Got A Man. And, and once you talk about that, we'll break, go into the song, and then um, we'll come back and just chop it up a little bit more. Okay. Um, well, I, was, uh, I moved from the Bronx to Queens. And uh -huh. I'm in Queens, uh, as I'm in Queens, um, 
Uh, I ran into a gentleman by the name of, of Sweetie G. He was known as Queen's number one solo sensation. Uh, still a mentor of mine, still a very good friend of mine. Uh, he taught me as a young man how to, you know, to educate yourself, to be smart, to be above the cut. And uh, he was the one that got, got me in the studio to record the song that I wanted to record called Getting Paid. Um, at uh-huh. the time, uh, he was affiliated with up, up, Uptown with Mike and Dave from the Crash Crew. And, uh, and these dudes were trying to put out an independent compilation album. So um, uh, they had heard the song that I did called Getting Paid, and they had this compilation called Fast Money they wanted to put out, and they thought that the song Getting Paid would be a, a good fit to the compilation. So we, got, we, we decided to do the compilation with Mike and Dave when it went down. Uh, also, the first song on the flip side was by another artist. My first time meeting him was called Rob Bass. And he had a song called DJ Interview. So this was his time, first time making the record, and this is my first time making a record with, this, with these legendary dudes from, from the Crash Crew, Mike and Dave. Uh-huh. Okay. So after this after the song came on it got played by Mr. Magic and whatnot, but it was just a compilation that was one song. I wanted to go on and do other things. So I had called every every record company re- re- repeatedly, religiously, including Def Jam. And there was this lady named by name by um um there was a lady up there that I used to speak to all the time. And okay. um and she's the one that was like, I'm tired of, of hearing you. She said, I'm going to give you a name to someone to call who's going to help you out. I said, thank you, thank you. And, <laughs> she, went, and she went and gave me a number to a gentleman by the name of Lamumba Carson. Oh, okay. Uh, you okay. might not know him as Lamumba Carson, but then you'll know him as, by his name as Professor X, the overseer. He wasn't Professor right. X, the overseer, yeah, but his name was Lamumba. Wow. He was the son okay. of the activist, Sonny Carson. So... Uh, he got me into the studio, and we met, and he said, I want to manage you, and I was, I was his first artist to manage, and he was my first manager, and he got me into the studio. He said, we got to make yourself some more songs. So he brought me to the studio one time with this guy, this producer. He said, I got a producer that you're going to love him, man. He's great. And he, brought, he walks into the door, and here comes Daddy-O from Stetsasani. You know, uh, I think Stetsasani, wow. I just had the first record out called, if you can't say it all, just say Stet. You know, and... Daddy-O got me into the studio, and we started recording shows, our songs, and he started showing me how to work in the studio, how to count bars, how to make records, how to break your song downs, how to really come up with the concepts, and, you know, and how to let me know that there were the rules of the game, that there are no rules of the game, you can do what you want to do. <laughs> and right. Daddy-O was basically the first guy who showed me how to, how to, how to be an artist. So okay. After, okay. after this, Lamar Carson tells me, he says, look, man, um, there's this company that wants to sign you. Here's his son and his, his daughter, and they want to bring you in, and they want you to do it. They, 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 they want to meet with you and talk with you. I said, okay, cool. Not a problem. So we meet him. Uh, the gentleman's name was um, Nat Robinson. Uh, so he tells me I got this girl named MC Light. And she has this song called Cram to Understand You. And my son's got this song called Top Billing. And we want to put this song that you got out called Quarter Grand Pam. We want to drop these records with you, uh, these three records at one time. So they go ahead okay. and drop the record. And uh, I signed with First Priority Music. And he dropped these songs, man. And then Cram to Understand wow. You took out to be what it was. Top Billing took out to be what it was. My song wasn't that hot. But my song was good, but it wasn't that hot. But um, as I got in there, they realized that I, I was just more than an artist and I was a great writer. So I went yeah. in there and I wrote a lot of songs for Audio 2. I wrote a lot of songs for MC Light. And I wrote the idea of doing this song. I'm not having it because I was a big Marvin Gaye fan. And I said, well, if I was to do a song like Marvin Gaye, would it be done? I said, well, he always did duets with females. So when I had MC Light there, I said, you know what, let's try and do a duet. And everybody laughed at me and thought it was very funny that, you know, we were rappers trying to do this duet thing. So I, came out, I wrote the song, I'm Not Having It, and me and Light did it. And then, uh, man, the rest was history, man. You know? Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know that that's a great story, man. Because um, 
it gives a lot of people an understanding about you know what makes um uh I'm not having it is is a song that can never it's, it's timeless you know what I'm saying yeah yeah um and to have and, and to have a duet with with uh, an artist like MC Light is also another timeless collaboration leading and then we going in what I you know and um leading into I got a man talk about talk about the creative um uh, the creative process with I got a man then we're going to roll right into it um, well, you know, um, I guess well, the secret's already been out. Everybody really knows about it already. <laughs> I, did a vocal, I did both of the vocals. Um, what it was is that when I left First Priority, Big Daddy wow. was a very, a very good friend, a very good friend, a friend of mine. And what it was is that when I did the song, I left First Priority. I realized I probably couldn't use Light again because me and the, 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 the you know the, the bad relationship with me and the label. So I said I got to find somebody else to do the song with. So after I recorded the song, Kane had heard it. And then he said, let's, let's, let's do the music over. So Kane did the music over to I, I Got a Man. And uh, I referenced the vocals. And we were in the studio he was working with, and he put this, this, uh, this, 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 this sound pitch on, on, on one of my voices, on, on the female part of the voice, so that it can sound different so the person who's going to listen to it can tell what it was. And next thing I remember, I think it was like Freddie Fox walked into the studio, and we all hung out together. I think Freddie Fox walked in and he heard the song. He said, yo, that's dope, that's dope. Yo, who's the female? And Kane was like, see, I told you. Nobody's going to know the difference. I said, man, I'm not doing that, man. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so one thing led to another. Wow. Then, it got, then it got perfected, and it broke down to the point where I couldn't even tell the difference anymore. And then I was like, wow. man, you know what? Yeah, this is just it right now. I, I, I got no sense even messing with it, you know. So I went ahead and did it, and it went over very well. And and uh, it's probably one of the biggest songs in hip hop, probably next to It Takes Two and and a couple of other yeah. songs, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's news to me. I did not know that that was you on the um, on the on the female part as well. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> right. wow. So we're going into it right now. We're going into it right now. Positive K, I got a man. Let's go. Where we at? Man, I can't fucking believe this. Uh, the same shit happened to the same guy twice. Man got- 
whatever. We can't have nothing. It all depends. Well, if we can't be lovers, then we can't be friends. Well, then I guess it's nothing. Well, hey, I think you're bluffing. Well, I'ma call my man. Well, I can get ragamuffin. You better catch a flashback. Remember, I'm not crabbing it. You know my style, but I'm not having it. All I remember is an excuse me, miss. You can't get a girl like me with a line like this. Well, look, I treat you good. My man treats me better. I talk sweet on the phone. My man writes love letters. I'll tell you that I want you and tell you that I care. My Wow, we're back, we're back, we're back. DJ360, we're here with Positive K, John Do Network, 360 Bars Radio Show. You got a what? How long you had that problem? I love uh, that line right there. That's got to be, <laughs> that got to be my favorite Word of up, word so of now, up, word of up. You know, so now, now it's time to talk about what's happening with Positive K in the millennium, the new Positive K material, um, the brand new uh, uh, collaboration you got with, with Great Minds and, you got the song um, "Make It Happen" that we played at the top of the show, and also um, 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 "Make It Happen" is a song that I really like because it has two of, uh, two of my other favorite artists, um, Mr. Cheeks and Greg Knight. Um, talk about that, you know, that really quickly, um, and and how that came about, and what made you get back into the music scene after being, you know, kind of like behind the scenes for a little, for, for so long. Well, you know, I really kind of fell out of love with the music, man. And um, after the while, you know, time just went on, I, I kind of fell back in love with it again. And I said, I've, I felt the calling that I got to go back and, 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 and do some creative stuff and, and do some songs. So I contacted Greg Nice and whatnot because he's like, everybody, people don't know that he's just a great producer as he is an artist. We've been friends, we've been friends for, for 25 years plus. So he was like, let's go to the studio. Mm-hmm. So we went in to do this song called Make It Happen. And... Um, and it came out real dope. Um, uh, Mr. Cheeks had heard it. We were on a boat ride. At the times were on a boat ride. And he was like, yo, I'm, you're doing a remix for that. I want to get on the remix. I'm like, I wasn't planning on doing no remix to it. I said, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I said, if you do, some, you do some lyrics to it, then I'll do a remix. And as soon as I got home off the boat ride, I don't know how way he found the time to do this, but he shot me the song and the lyrics were already done. All I had to do was like load it up and mix it and stuff. I was like, this is crazy. So, so it was it was, wow. it was very weird. Okay. It was very weird, but uh, but it was a great song. Um, so after me and Greg Knight said to make it happen, he had said to me, let's do an EP together, you know. And we did the second. We went to a second song, and the second song came out so crazy. We were like, look, man, who are we kidding? We got to do an album. I said, yeah, let's just do an album. <laughs> I said, but if we're going to do an album, it got to be bigger than Greg Nice. It got to be bigger than Positive K. We got to do something that has a movement. It's going to mean something, you know. We got to start a group. Right. He said, I agree. So we started a group called The Great Mind because great minds do what? We think alike. So, um, we think alike. Yeah, yeah. So we went ahead, man, and we did the album, man, and it's out on Soul Spasm, and we had some great producers on there, man, probably some of the best in the game. We got DJ Scratch who's on there with us. We got uh, Easy Moby. Wow. Uh, we got Louis wow. Vega, Fat Cat. We got Bank, who you did all that Rick Ross stuff right, as of recently. We got um, yeah. we got the Just we got the Justice League that they, they gave us the crazy heat, you know. And uh, plus, like I said, Greg did some tracks and produced some things. Man, it's just it's beautiful, man. The album is, is one of my favorites, and I really like riding around. I listen to it. It's a dope album. Wow. And I, and I encourage everybody out there to go to your uh, and I'm assuming that it, uh, you know it's available on all of the. Um, you know, the, the, the media outlets that you have access to. I oh, encourage everybody definitely. to go out and check, check it out. Yeah. Yeah, Google Play, iTunes, man, Spotify, any place to stream it and they can download. It's called Great Minds, G-R, the number 8-T-E-M-I-N-D-Z. 
great minds. So um, so get that, man. You will not be disappointed. We got one collabo on there, and that's with Chuck D. And Chuck D. is like gave us the classic voice, the quotes, the phrases, <laughs> everything. It's really incredible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, you know what? As we as we close as we close and wind down, we're gonna go out with um with a song called "Bring It" off of the album. Um, great, great. And but 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 before we do, I want to I want I want you to shout out to you know your social media if anybody needs to get in contact with you or you know if anyone wants to book you for a show or just follow you and because uh, I've been following your Instagram, man. I know you you got the show on November 11th. Yeah. And um. Yes, yes. Okay. We're moving around. We're uh-huh. moving around, man. You know, um, if you want your stage really broken in half, if you want a good show, a good entertainment, <laughs> um, um, please reach out to me, positive underscore K underscore. That's positive underscore K underscore. That's Instagram and Twitter. You can always reach me also, too, at positiveK.com, um, the official Positive K on, on Facebook. Uh, so just reach out to me, man. Uh, let me know how you feel. Let me give me some vibe, give me some energy, because the people keep me going. Uh, if you follow me, and I'm following you back. Even if, as long as you got a picture profile on your on your on your on your, on your site, man, I'm following. I'll follow <laughs> right, you back. Right. You know, I'm cool yeah. like that. So so rock with me. Um, it'll be great, man. And we just out here trying to keep hip hop alive and do great things, you know. So so please go get that Absolutely. album. Self-entitled, the great minds. You won't be disappointed. And Check for Positive K wherever you see him going to be in your town. Wow. Man, once again, man, and to all the listeners out there, this is history uh, in the flesh. We've got the legend, the icon, the, the, the pioneer, Positive K. We really appreciate you. Like we said at the top of the show, appreciate you, man, for coming through, hanging out in the 360 neighborhood right here on the 360 Bar Show on the John Duke Network. Thank you, man. And we're going to actually close out the show with two songs. We're going to actually, you know, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in the mood to hear a lot of music by the great minds. We're going to play Bring It and That's That. You know what I'm saying? We're going okay. to go out like that. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Before I go, I just want to say this, baby. Legends of an era always stick together. Ow! And I'm out. Oh, you waited all week for this one, huh, ladies? Oh, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, well, let me introduce. It's PK Dollar, your boy Greg and I. And if you got it in you, this is going to bring it out. And if you got it in you, this is going to bring it out.
permanent, p p p permanent The beat so hot, DJs can't help, I'm burning it The Brody Kids is out, m m m murdered it Every time, uh-uh, I'm in the cervix Boom, babbin', now watch me go get at her If I hit a inner, I might damage the bladder To all my chicks and they fly clicks I stick my tongue out for y'all Like I'm the black Mick Jagger And if you got it in you, this is gonna bring it out And if you got it in you, this is gonna bring it Mark me present. Wow. <laughs> Mark me present. Wow. Front and center. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Get up out your seat, motherfuckers. N I P K.